Hey everybody, Glamorous Mary here. Darcy Freeman was a four-year-old girl. She was on her way to school with her dad and her two brothers, her baby brother in the back seat with her sipping a sippy cup and her older brother telling her all about school and what she could expect. Darcy Freeman was born February 11th, 2004. So I guess um, the school system works a little differently over there because where I'm from, they start back in September and Darcy's first day was going to be this day of January 29th, 2011. So she was super excited to start going to school like her big brother. She wanted to get to know her teacher, the kids in her class. She was already a bit of a social butterfly. I believe she went to dance classes. And she was a well-rounded four-year-old girl. They were driving over the Westgate Bridge and her dad was being a little peanut brain in the front seat, you know, making all these phone calls. He was making a ton of phone calls to his love interest at the time, some woman he was dating after his separation with his wife. Now, Pita, Darcy's mom, was waiting at the school with her uniform, and she was just super excited to help Darcy get ready for her first day. Arthur Philip Freeman, Darcy's dad, he was, you know, a little bit frustrated that day. He just, his parents seen that he wasn't, you know, acting like a super calm person when he left the house. His dad offered to drive with him because he looked visibly upset when he left to take the children to school. But Arthur Philip Freeman denied his dad, you know, denied his dad's help. He's like, no, I'll be fine. Now, his little peanut brain was going through a lot emotionally. He was going to lose more access to his kids and pay more child support. So this angered him. Plus, he wasn't getting the attention he wanted from this woman, Elizabeth, or whatever his new girlfriend. So, he was just in a, I guess, bad mental state. Nothing to explain his actions of what he does on January 29th, 2011, while driving his three children to see their mom. He did something very strange and psychotic. Now, this... Westgate Bridge in Marborne, Victoria, Australia is a very long bridge. It crosses over the Yarra River. It's a very tall bridge. Um, some sources I read said it was like an 82 drop, 82 meter drop from the highest point. And another source I read was that Darcy was dropped from a 58-meter point. So during this drive, 
Arthur Philip Freeman pulls his car to the side. I think it's the opposite side of the side that he should be driving on, um, that he pulls over to. So anyways, he puts his hazard lights on, and this is actually captured by a truck crossing the bridge as well. He has a camera on his truck, and it, it shows the Freeman's vehicle pulled over with the hazard lights on moments before he tosses his little four-year-old daughter over the edge of the bridge. He politely asks Darcy to climb up to the front seat, and Darcy tries her best to obey her father, but her seatbelt is not coming undone. She can't get it undone, you know, she's only four years old, she's, she's having difficulty. So, Arthur Philip Freeman jumps out of the front driver's seat and goes to you know, the back seat and reaches over his two sons to unbuckle his daughter, Darcy. And then he proceeds to pick her up and carry her to the edge of the bridge. Now, onlookers didn't see Darcy put up any kind of a struggle. There was no real movement from the girl, as witnesses said. Some people thought it was a doll. So he holds Darcy over the edge of the bridge and just drops her to the water, to the 58-meter fall or 82-meter fall. And she is dropping past, you know, vehicles. And I don't know if there's two layers to this bridge because... From pictures, I only seen one, but it said that she dropped past vehicles and guard railings and smashed into the water. Arthur Philip Freeman calmly gets back into his vehicle, turns off his hazard lights, and continues driving down the Marbone Bridge. He acts like he is blissfully unaware of what he had just done. His son in the back seat is begging him to go back because Darcy can't swim, and he wants him to go back and get his sister from the water. He can't comprehend what his dad has just done to his younger sister. They were on their way to school, and now his sister was thrown off the bridge into the river, so he's confused and crying and begging his dad to go back for his little sister, Darcy. Arthur Freeman stops for a few moments as his son is begging him to go back. And then he just continues driving. Now, before he tossed Darcy Freeman over the bridge, he did make a call to his ex-wife, Pita Barnes, and told her to say goodbye to her children. So after she got off the phone with her mentally ill ex, she calls her lawyer and explains what he had just said to her. She was at the school waiting for her daughter, and now she gets this phone call saying to say goodbye to her kids. The lawyer tells her, like, go, like, call the police immediately, report your children missing, and so... You know, she does. 
She has no idea that other people have already called the police because they have seen a little girl get thrown off the edge of this very tall bridge. Very high traffic. Uh, this is a very busy bridge. So there is a few phone calls, a lot of confused phone calls to police where they're like, I'm not sure, but this man just threw a doll over the edge of the bridge. It looked like it could have been a girl. Um, yeah, people didn't really know what they had just witnessed. It took the rescue, the rescue crew 15 minutes. Darcy was in the water for 15 minutes before she was, in their words, fished out of the water. And she was miraculously still alive. Paramedics worked on her at the scene and then they rushed her to the children's hospital. Darcy's mom, Pita, was informed that her daughter was in critical condition and was at the children's hospital. Pita was then escorted to the hospital by, I believe, a police officer. I'm not sure, but she was taken to the hospital to be with her daughter. Arthur Freeman... Arthur Philip Freeman at this time had taken his sons to the courthouse where he had put money in the meter and brought his sons inside to like the lobby type of area. And he told the people at the desk or whatever, like, take my children. He was visibly upset and he was shaking, looking out the window on the camera footage that you could see in the courthouse. And so, of course, you know, these people take his children. They don't really know what's going on, though. And he is just... It's, it looks like it might be finally setting in to what he had done because he was looking out the window, just standing there, Visibly shaking. He may have been crying, but I cannot see his face in the footage, so I don't know. Darcy's injuries were very severe. She suffered brain damage, a collapsed lung. Her insides were very damaged from the fall. So, yes, Arthur... Philip Freeman dropped off his sons at about 10.30 a.m. at the courthouse. And although Darcy was worked on and flown directly to the children's hospital, as soon as Pita Burns got there, she had to make the heartbreaking decision to take her daughter off life support because her injuries were just too great, and she cradled her daughter in her arms as her little four-year-old girl passed away. Now, this was supposed to be her first day of school, kindergarten. Her mom was waiting with the uniform for her daughter, and now she was holding her while she take, took her last breath. Now, there was an incident about a year prior to this or so 
Uh, I think it was when Peter was discussing a separation with her then-husband, Arthur Philip Freeman, and he took the youngest, the little baby boy, and was holding him over like an open type of fireplace, and Peter was so scared that he was going to throw their son into the fire that she bit him, and Peter's mom was actually there too, and she hit Arthur Freeman in the back with something, and yeah, they ended up getting the little baby boy away from him, but can you imagine? And knowing what he did to his daughter, I have no doubt he was considering tossing his little baby into the fire. Just horrific. Now, Arthur had an introverted childhood. He never really got along with other kids. He was bullied, I suppose, but he excelled academically. And that's how he kind of met his wife was through university and things. And she kind of got him out of his shell a little bit where he started hanging out with friends more and going to long lunches with people. But he had, I guess, a lot of issues. And I don't know if this stems from his childhood or or what, but nothing warrants what he did to his kid. Nothing warrants what he could have done to his baby boy. He, he was aggressive, and PETA expressed many times to, you know, this, the court system that she was afraid that her ex-husband's violent abuse could extend to their children. She was scared for her children long before this happened to her daughter. Unfortunately, the signs were there and they weren't taken seriously by the justice family court system. Darcy was just a few days away from her fifth birthday. She was just minutes away from going to see her mom before her dad threw her over the bridge. He claims he was so stressed out and blah, blah, blah. And I just don't care. I don't care what his little peanut brain has to say. And wah, wah, cry me a river. I mean, he's the one who threw his daughter in the river. Like, fuck off, asshole. Fucking peanut brain. Excel academically, but you stupid as shit. So, of course, Arthur Philip Freeman was taken into custody and arrested. And, you know, during his court appearances, he looked a lot more disheveled. He grew out his hair a bit. And he looked a mess, which he should. He should be a mess forever on. I hope karma is a bitch to him. Freeman was seen by five psychologists, and they all agreed that he was very coherent in what he was doing. The fact that he pulled over and turned his hazard lights on and 
then calmly drove his children to the courthouse after and put money in the meter. This showed signs of someone who was aware of their actions. So as I mentioned earlier, he made a call to his ex-wife before he murdered his daughter. And he also made calls to a couple other people. I believe one was to his sister. And he was just kind of complaining how he didn't pack enough lunch for the kids. And just um, going off about minor things, really. And then he made a call to... I believe it was a love interest of his, maybe his new girlfriend, and he was complaining about the court system, how they favored women and not the dads, and, you know, he was, I suppose, upset, apparently, that he would be getting less time with his kids and paying more, more money in child support. And I suppose in his mind, Darcy was just collateral damage. This was his way of getting back at Pita, the woman who left him, the woman who are, is now taking his kids from him, the woman who's taking his money for his kids from him. He was worried he couldn't afford a nice place for him and his kids. Like, I'm not too sure, but by the sounds of it, Sounds like he was staying at his parents' house. I don't know, but... I mean, when he left for school that day, he left his parents' house, so it's like... The dude might have been living with his parents. You know, he was in his 30s um, at this time. I believe Arthur Philip Freeman was born in 1972. So... Yeah, do the math. This was in 2009. So... He was in his 30s, and I guess he was just not all in his right mind. He was very stressed out, but like I said, he was not insane. He was seen by people. They said he knew what he was doing when he threw his daughter over the bridge. But I guess in his little peanut brain, the world was crushing, crushing him. Like, everything was just falling out of his hands. He was losing control. He felt um, helpless, I guess, in the custody battle. Like, just a couple days earlier before he committed this horrific crime... His wife was granted more time with the kids, and I think he was also expected to pay more, more money for the kids. I suppose this would upset a number of parents if they just heard, like, oh, you're going to be getting less time and paying more money. But this, if you're a loving parent... You're not going to hurt your children or do anything so irrational. And this is a heartbreaking, very heavy case. 
I hope it haunts him. You know, you don't just do a thing like that and I just can't wrap my head around it. I don't think, I think a lot of people have trouble comprehending his actions. However, it did seem like he was very angry at his ex-wife. He even called her and said, say goodbye to your kids. And then threw Darcy over the edge of the bridge. So it's almost like he was trying to mentally torment her, Pita, before he actually murdered her daughter. You know, why make that phone call? Why not just do what he was going to do. He obviously was just trying to get back at his ex-wife in a very sick, twisted, psycho way. He did. She thinks about her daughter every day. She misses her daughter every day, of course. And she often wonders what life would be like if Darcy were still alive, this was her only daughter, you know, and even if it wasn't her only daughter, this is very sad. Um, I know you guys know it's very sad. I'm going to keep saying it's very sad. I just, this was actually the first case I did um, for Chit Chat Crime on my YouTube channel when I first heard about it before I got into doing true crime, I just really wanted to cover this case. I was like, wow, how the fuck can you just throw your innocent little baby girl to her death? You know, how could you throw her at all? You know, just toss her away like trash. But the way he did it, he was planning on killing her. It wasn't like, oh, you might survive. This was like nearly a 100% death situation. A lot of people would go there to suicide, actually. It was like a high number suicide place. And during the building of this bridge, it actually collapsed and killed a number of the like crew members who were like working on the bridge they were in they had i don't know if they built this little kind of office thing underneath the bridge but they were all sitting in this little area eating lunch when the bridge like collapsed on them so there was already a lot of kind of dark history around this westgate bridge after Darcy's death, Pita Burns had really pushed for them to put higher guard railings on the bridge. This would have prevented Darcy's death. And it took a little while, but after pushing and pushing for it, they did install the extra high guard railings. And I believe the suicides went down by like 82% or something since then. The suicides from that bridge, that is.
So yeah, it's like how horrific. This little girl one minute was living a nice life with her brothers. I believe she went to dance class and things and she just adored her brothers, of course, playing with them. And oh, this is just so sad. Oh my gosh. She was on her way to freaking her first day of kindergarten. Like, she had endless possibilities in her mind, and she was so cheerful and couldn't wait to get started. And how horrific for her brothers, especially her older brother who didn't quite understand what his dad had just done, but he comprehended enough to know that his sister couldn't swim. And he was scared for her life, and he was he's obviously traumatized, of course, um, probably going to suffer from depression because of this incident. Anybody who loses a sibling will probably go through depression, but to lose a sibling, you know, like this, knowing that your dad was the one who did it, who tossed her over the bridge to her death it'd be fucking horrific this man was clearly abusive before this happened Pita was trying to warn people you know that could help her saying like he shouldn't like she was worried about him being left alone with her kids and look what happened he was already abusive towards her, kind of shoved her around a little bit, you know, things like that. And she's seen his aggressive side. And like I said, there was that time where he was holding the baby over the fire. Like, oh my gosh. And there were signs in this particular case that something bad could happen to the children under his care. I truly wish um, Arthur Philip Freeman's parents were a little more persistent on driving with him that day. You know, the dad did try to go with him. He said, like, hey, you're obviously upset. Let me come with you for the drive. And he refused. Philip, Arthur Philip Freeman refused. He didn't want his dad to go with him, unfortunately. Both Philip's parents said that before he left the house, they, there were no signs suggesting that he would hurt any of their grandkids. And... You know, they just weren't worried about that at all. I heard that Darcy was his favorite child. Now, I personally don't like when parents pick favorites. That's a bunch of bullshit, in my opinion. Apparently, Darcy was his favorite. I don't know how true this is. But she was his little girl, and... She, of course, went to him for hugs and attention, affection. She loved her dad very much. 
and she had no idea that he could ever do something like this to her. That's why she was so trusting when he held her over the bridge. She was probably in shock and didn't really know what was going on, but she did know that she loved her dad and trusted her dad. Not like she could have put up much of a fight anyways. She was only four years old, after all. And he was a grown man in his thirties. He, of course, tried to claim insanity. But the proof was there that he knew what he was doing. And that he was coherent. The people who witnessed him throwing his daughter over... The side of the bridge are traumatized um, from it. One minute you're driving to work, the next minute you see a little girl getting thrown off a bridge. Like, that would ruin anybody's day, I can imagine. Any humane person, anyways, with a heart and, you know, a soul. On March 29th, 2011, the jury took five hours to deliberate before finding Arthur Philip Freeman guilty of murdering his four-year-old daughter, Darcy Iris Freeman. Arthur Philip Freeman was a peanut brain, and he was an asshole. Or rather, Arthur Philip Freeman has a peanut brain, and he is an asshole. He's right up there with Chris Watts. I am so happy that he didn't kill his other kids as well, because that, that could have been something that he had done. But one innocent victim is too many. Am I right? No little four-year-old, no child should be murdered. Especially by their own parents, who they trust. Thank you for listening. Please be cautious out there and take care of yourselves and your loved ones. Bye for now.